Hey guys, and welcome to our Coffee with Alan time today. I wanted to touch base on a, one of the topics that I started on Sunday that I've been talking about for a few weeks. Um, and, uh, and it's called, it's this concept of the table, uh, getting together around the table. And you're going to hear, be hearing a lot more about this uh, in, in the days and weeks and years to come, uh, as I believe that this is a very central part to our Christian faith. Uh, I've been reading this, this, picked up this book. If you haven't gotten it yet, I think I may have talked about it before. Uh, but From the Tablet to the Table. It's a book by Leonard Sweet. It's a really good, great resource. I'm picking up another one uh, called A Meal with Jesus um, by Tim Chester, I believe it, his name is. Uh, and I, like I said, on Sunday, there's. it seems like the more and more I, I get to know about this concept of the table, the more I'm finding out that this is not a new concept to Christianity. This is, of course, absolutely not new to Christianity as in fact it is most likely the earliest and and most purest uh, vision of the early church that we can find uh, one of the, the you know the things that I talked about on on Sunday was was the table because you know about the questions uh, about uh, eating and drinking and uh, and everything you know like for instance like when uh, you know when Levi was called he hosted a great banquet at his house and a large crowd of, of uh, tax collectors and other sinners reclining at the table. Um, and we were in, but the Pharisees, and most likely, like I said, the, the disciples of John came and complained to his disciples, you know, why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? You know, and, it's, you know, and then he went, went on to respond with them. But then he asked, they asked him again, like John's disciples and the disciples of the Pharisees um, often fast and say prayers but yours eat and drink. So they had these two questions about Jesus, about his eating and drinking habits, because the, the concept of a you know, very staunch you know, theological debate that they were having with Jesus at this moment was around his table. Um, and why is that important? Um, because for them, you know, in the early centuries, the table was this sacred space that you shared with people um, that it was this, this balanced reciprocity that you'd have people over to your home and it was this place of, of social elevation and, and social connection. You, you associated with the people that you ate a meal with around the table. It was a very intimate setting, um, many different settings. And so there's also this concept. I, so I've been taking notes in, uh, in, from the tablet to the table. And it's very interesting to note, like, like I've been saying, and like I said, we'll talk more, we'll be talking more and more about this. Uh, and I'm even going to have uh, my buddy Cody on this podcast. We tried to record it one time. And it was great. It was a wonderful, like, you know, half an hour long time. And we had the sound didn't work. And so I had to ditch it. And I was like, darn it. So but we, we figured we'll have this discussion again at another time. And so I'm really excited to get Cody on here. And we'll talk about table fellowship. Um, with a, with a fellow-minded pastor, you know, like-minded pastor, and uh, and talk about this big subject. It's a wonderful topic. Just talking about how from the beginning to the end of the Bible, we see the very beginning, the invitation that God gave to, you know, some of God's first words are, to, you know, to the man. His, I believe it's his first words to the man, take and eat of anything in the garden. And then the very last words of Jesus in the Bible say, come and drink. So the very first and last words of the Bible and everything in between all talk about uh, the table of the Lord. And so um, this concept, of, you know, why is the table so important? And I wanted to touch on a certain thing here this morning, uh, just as we, as we think about this. The story of Christianity, think about that. Jesus, you know, like I said on Sunday, one of Jesus' main habits was gathering around the table. 
with people. And everything he did in his ministry, healing people and preaching the, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, was all to bring them to the table. I think I just was struck by one of Jesus' biggest miracles, the feeding of the 5,000. So he, gra- he, he gathered such an immense crowd, thousands upon thousands of people, at least, you know, five to 10,000 at least, uh, that we know of uh, were counted there. And that was just 5,000 men. So probably, you know, you know, more women and children as well as a part of that crowd. Of course, mostly men. So it's probably could have been anywhere up to 10,000 people um, following Jesus and eating a meal with Jesus. Because he did all these things, he gathered these crowds in order to have this covenant fellowship, this covenant relationship with people around the table. Um, and, and think about Jesus and, and Jesus sharing meals with his disciples, sharing meals um, with um, the different you know, questioners, you know, Simon the, the Pharisee and all these different people, sharing a meal with them. And, uh, and I think I'm struck by how the church took the same method of of the table and made their church, uh, their, their strategy for, for church uh, gathering was around the table. They gathered, they broke bread house to house and they would come together in the temple to learn from the, from the apostles. But then you think about it, they scattered and they went all over the, over the empire. And so the main hub of, of Christian ministry was the house, the house church. Uh, and they would get together every once in a while when they could to hear an apostle come and teach. But they would manifest the table, you know, the table house to house. But what was it about the table? What did they do around the table? Why was the table so sacred? And it just it, it struck me that what do people do around the table at a family reunion, at a home, on a date, on a, day, on a first date, what do you do? You, you, you say, so tell me about yourself. Share your story. The table is all about story. It's all about telling the story of your life and hearing the story about others' lives. Sharing the story. And this is how the early church was built. It says you know, on, on uh, you know, the story of Christianity didn't take shape behind pulpits or on altars or in books. Because remember, they didn't have the Bible. No, the story of Christianity, the church, takes shape around tables as people face one another as equals, telling stories, telling, sharing memories, enjoying food with one another. You know, at the table, it's, the table is not just a place to, to eat, to, to, you know, to shove food down your blowhole and, and feed your body, right? You know, at the table... It says this on page seven in the book. You know, we don't just feed people. We build relationships, stories, and memories. We associate people with the stories we hear of them and the, and the memories we have of them, especially sensory memories, the sounds, the tastes, the smells, textures, and pictures of them. And, and, and so that's what, what I think about. Like when you go and you are sharing stories with people, you know, around the table. For instance, I remember... Um, when my grandfather, when my papa passed away, I remember the pastor can't, you know, came to, to find out more about my, my papa, just to hear the stories. And it struck me that all of us as the family were gathered around the, the kitchen table in the living room, sharing stories of my papa at the hotel after my grandmother passed, after his wife, you know, my, 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 my grandma Feltz passed away, my grandpa, grandma Marjorie, 
after she passed away, all of us cousins were downstairs in the lobby of the hotel around the tables with our, with our drinks and, and, and with our desserts, our, our sweets, sharing stories of my grandma. And I'm just, I'm struck by that, about how Jesus chose a last supper to share with his disciples. And what did he say? Do this. Whenever you do table fellowship, whenever you gather, you know, their Passover or weekly gathering or the, whenever you just eat a meal together, whenever you come together around the table, memorialize me. He said, do this in what? Remembrance of me. That, that word in the translation really means memorialize me. Remember me. Do a memorial. Talk about me. Share stories about me. And that's why Christianity was built around the table sharing stories of who Jesus was and who Jesus is still today, sharing stories of what God was doing still in the church, people that he had healed, lives that were transformed. You know, it, the, the life is best shared around a table, sharing a meal, sharing a snack, sharing a beer, sharing a coffee with people around the table, sharing life with one another. Everything is based around the table. And so, like I said, we'll be talking more and more about this. And so I just wanted to give just an introductory uh, to that concept and seeing how we can see that directly in, in, the, in the Gospels, in the, the book of Luke, talking about Jesus and his, his strategy for ministry in bringing the new kingdom. How do we bring the kingdom of God? By sharing the table with sinners and tax collectors and fellow co-workers and family who may not know Jesus. And bringing them into fellowship and sharing it best or with, you know, sharing a sacred space with other brothers and sisters in Christ around the table. That's how the church was built. And one of the things that, that I'm struck by, too, is just the, the sacredness of bringing back the sacredness of the table. And if you don't have a, have a kitchen table that you gather around, you know, if you're like so many, myself included, that grew up around a TV with TV trays sitting on couches you know, I think it's time to bring back the sacredness of the table. Bring back the, the kitchen table in your, in your kitchen or in your dining room, wherever it is. Save up money or, or, or just buy a nice one off of Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist. You know, you know, focus your life around sharing stories with one another. Maybe that's why a lot of us have, have grown disconnected to our friends and our family. Because we, we've forgotten to share meals with them. We've forgotten to share the table with them. And so we'll talk a lot more, like I said, we'll talk more, a lot more about that in the, in the coming weeks and months ahead. And uh, I'm just so excited to, to, to talk about the table, just the sacredness of this sacred space that Jesus brought the holiness of the kingdom of God near through the table. From the tablets, from, you know, from the tabernacle to, you know, to the temple to the table. The sacredness of God's presence is around the table. And so... I'm so excited to, to be getting more and more into this. And as I get more and more into the book, like I said, I'm only, you know, maybe not even halfway yet. So uh, it's a really great book. Plus, I'm picking up more resources. And like I said, it's all over the pages of Scripture. You can't turn the page of the Bible without seeing the table and sharing a meal with, with one another in the, in, or with God. So um, I, I pray that you guys will be blessed and encouraged by this, that you might be inspired by this. I know I am inspired. We've, we've, uh, we've made some, some leeway and some decisions to make the table a sacred space in our family. And whenever I share a meal or, or gather around a table, be it a coffee table or a pub table or a restaurant table 
whatever, whatever ta- you know, someone's home table, whatever table it is, viewing it as a sacred space to, to, to see the Holy Spirit and to memorialize Jesus, to talk about Jesus, and to share one another's stories. Share the story of the life that God is writing in your life. So I pray that you be encouraged and inspired by that. Um, and uh, we'll see you guys next week.